Welcome to Hashtag Love Yourself. I'm your host, Jesse Jobson, and I'm going to guide you on your personal journey towards self-love. Hi, my beautiful souls. All right, welcome back to Hashtag Love Yourself. On today's episode, we're going to talk about lopsided relationships and why lopsided relationships are not loving ourselves. All right, before we get into the episode, let's thank our sponsors, Loveworkers LLC. Um, It's the company that I run, and I'm just so thankful that I get to do this work and that I get to put out this kind of content. I teach many things. One of them, obviously, is self-love, how to love yourself. So I have courses on how to love yourself. Um, I also have courses on um, Twin Flame Ascension. So that's new to the uh, platform. But essentially, um, we have Twin Flame Ascension courses that go in deep about um, building that self-love, but really geared and focused on the Twin Flame journey to Ascension and Union. Um, And then I also have a new product available. um, It's Twin Flame Coaching Calls. I have been doing a lot of Twin Flame uh, coaching personally, and I decided to put that on the business because um, it's something that takes a lot of energy and a lot of healing and a lot of insight on my part. And I do tap in um, to um, my gifts for being a median and really go in there deep with that. Um, so I decided to put that as part of my business and give that out as a product to people because I know that's something that's really needed in our world, especially with all the twin flames that are waking up um, and trying to figure out this crazy journey that they're on. So um, I'll leave all the links in the description below. If you guys like my vibe and you guys want to continue and go deeper and it really invest in yourself, go ahead and um, cl- click in through my website and just check out all the stuff that I've got going on through Loveworkers LLC. All right, well, let's get back to the episode. Okay, so let's talk about lopsided relationships. And obviously the name lopsided relationships, you can see, hear it in the name, right? Like we know, you can figure out that essentially things are out of whack in a relationship, right? And sometimes um, it doesn't have to be like, out of, you know, like it doesn't have to be on the right side of the spectrum where it's like so crazy that you, you know, like feel like, oh my gosh, I don't want to be in this relationship because it's so dramatic. It can be really, really subtle things here or there, but it's really, really important to know the red flags of lopsided relationships because we don't want our relationships to be lopsided, right? A healthy relationship where health lives in relationships is within balance, right? Within that really beautiful dance of like give and take, Um, and that flow between two parties, right, of receiving and giving. And when that is disturbed, when that two-way street is dampened in some way, like one road is cut off or lessened, or one is just overflux, like too much is going going outward, right? Um, When you have an out of balance, then the relationship doesn't really work and it starts to crumble, right? And as humans, like that is part of this human experience, right? And that is what we desire is to have long lasting, fulfilling, um, strong, open and honest and loving relationships within our lives. So to do that, we have to um, know when things are unhealthy, right? When things are lopsided, when they're out of balance, and we have to know how to do that. So let's talk about that today, okay? Um, So... I want to talk about how, um, it can be really subtle. It can be a really subtle thing to have lopsided relationships in your life and to not even really know it. I'm going to be honest with you and let you know that for me personally, I went 
36 years with most of my relationships being lopsided because I wasn't loving myself, right? It was a clear sign that I didn't have good self-worth. And so I was constantly trying to prove my worth in my relationships by overgiving, being um, just like amazing in all areas, right? Like showing up to the, to the relationship with like full forces, um, because I wanted to prove essentially in the end, it's proving to yourself, right? That you're worthy enough, but you're trying to do it through the reflection of others. And, and that's a really messy way to go about things and a really unhealthy way to go about things. And the reason why is because what will end up happening, which ended up happening for me is that, um, when you try to do that, most people, like they're not going to output what you put in. And that's what I was thinking was going to happen is if I just keep pushing out all this like energy and this, like, you know, my love in the relationships, I'll eventually they'll get the drift. They'll get like the rhythm of what I'm doing and they'll do it back. Right. But that's not how it works because people are going to give what they want to get. Like you aren't going to be the one that determines that. Right. And um, they are going to do it. And so you should just be attracted to what people are offering and repelled from things that you don't like that aren't the amount that you want to be receiving in relationships or vibes that you don't want to be receiving in relationships or habits or ways of that people are acting in relationships. And then you retract yourself, right? So you go towards what feels good and what's more like, like attracts like, right? Um, but if you are lopsided, if you're over giving, then you're essentially going to attract people that are under giving. Right. And so you're going to always be overcompensating in the relationship. You're always going to be, you know, being more honest in the relationship. You're going to always be more giving in the relationship. You're always going to be, um, you know, doing more in the relationship to keep the relationship alive because that's the only way to keep it alive when someone's under giving. Right. Um, and so that imbalance just keeps it going and just keeps like this vicious, unhealthy cycle. So since I've experienced it like consistently throughout my life, um, and I really had to take a big, like, look at this within the last couple of years when I did a reevaluation of who was in my life and did I really want to keep, you know, like every single relationship, let's mark the box. And one of the things I had to look at that was really important was, are they lopsided? Are my relationships lopsided? Are, am I doing more than, you know, am I giving more? Am I, or am I receiving more? Like, and even I've been on the receiving end where there I've had, I remember there was this girl in my past who she thought I was so amazing. And she just like, was like in love with me. Right. She was a friend of mine. And I remember she would just give me things and like bring, bake me cookies and bring them to work. And, and then I was going on a trip and I didn't even know her very well. And she like brought me this big basket of like gifts and like, Oh my gosh, I got all this stuff for you for your trip. And in my head, I kept thinking like, I'm, we're not even that good of friends. Like I'm curious on why she's acting this way to me. Like, I don't even know her that well. So like, even, even then you can see, like, it doesn't feel good to either party, right? Now, some people will stay in a relationship with you when you're overgiving, And the reason why is because it benefits them, right? Like they get things that they want without having to do much effort. So if, um, you'll find people that want to prey on, that want to be a predator, um, so that you can become in the prey position, and that's not healthy, right? Like that's never loving yourself, right? That's not protecting yourself or like being in relationships that are good and happy. So um, it's never good. Lopsided relationships are never good. And so how can we know, how can like, how can we detect, right, um, lopsided relationships? And I think it's just being aware of 
initially what is a lopsided relationship, but then also taking account, right? And then um, going into really being honest with ourselves, right? So first, let's talk about why lopsided relationships are unhealthy and not part of loving yourself. Because you might think of your, like, you might think of some relationships and be like, but I really love that person or I really like them and I want to keep them anyways. Like, why can't I keep them if I'm just conscious and like accepting of it? Like, why can't I just do that? And I'll tell you why. First off, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> lopsided relationships don't feel good. Like I said, either you're the the one that doesn't want to give as much or you're giving too much or, you know what I'm saying? Either way, either side, it doesn't feel good, okay? Um, because one person's not receiving what they need and one person is receiving stuff but, like, maybe not wanting it or, or not, or wanting maybe what they're receiving, but not wanting to give what the other person needs. So there's like, it's just not good, right? Both of that doesn't feel good. Okay. Um, the next one is you can't output more energy than you need to receive back in life, or you'll burn yourself out and you'll take your, take yourself down. And essentially I'll be the first one to tell you, because I did it for so many years and so many relationships of my life that it really burns you out. And it's not worth it, right? It, you get to a place where you're just like, what the F is the point? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I could do anything in this relationship. I could literally hand them the world and they're not going to be loyal. They're not going to be trustworthy. They're not going to be what I need because it's not about me. Them giving anything that that person gives you in their relationship is all about them, right? So that's why I say don't ever... Um, don't ever like expect that someone will mirror what you give, like your output, because that's not how relationship works. People are going to give you in a relationship what they want to give you. So just allow that versus trying to manipulate by overgiving, right? Okay. So, um, the next one is lopsided relationships train you to believe that you're not worth equal love, partnership, and respect. So when you stay in lopsided relationships, just because you love the person for the sake of love, right? Um, you train yourself that you're not worth the things that you desire. Right. And so if you're like, Oh, well, I'm just gonna stay in this relationship because I want this, but even though I don't get all these things that I need in a, in a relationship, you're why, why would you do that? That's like, that's like going to a restaurant to pay for dinner and going up to a buffet full of food and saying, I want all, I want to try all these five things in front of me, but I'm only going to take one. I'm only going to take one option. Well, but you paid for every, all of it. Why are you not wanting to try and, and indulge and taste everything like, like you want it. So it is the, and like, that is your right, right? So go find the sources in which can give you what you desire, right? Um, cause the, the, this life isn't like what a waste, right? That's what I feel like anyways. Um, and you're worth it. You are completely worth it and you will find it. Like, don't let anybody convince you that you're not going to go out there and be able to find what you want. Cause you will, let me tell you hands down, you're going to be able to find someone that was like, Ooh, that's, that's it. That's all you want. Okay, babe. Right. Like, here you go. Here you go. And more. And I love you. And then it's going to be a healthy give and take right back and forth. 
Um, another reason why is lopsided relationships will encourage resentment um, because if it's, it is lopsided and it feels unfair, right? And resentment is not a good place to be, right? We don't want to be overgiving and then feeling like mad and upset at the other party because they can't give back to you what you need, right? So retreat then. Retreat and just know your worth and know that you give at a specific level and you need to find people that match that. And that's important in life. That's important to living a happy, healthy life. Okay. The next one is allowing lopsided relationship. Um, oh, allowing lopsided relationships is not loving yourself. Clearly, we have defined that it's not loving yourself at all, because um, you're not you're not putting your worth and you're not putting your desires and and fulfilling yourself up, right? Or fulfill filling yourself up. You're not filling yourself up, and that's not what you came here to do. You came here to um, be full and be fulfilled so that you can go out and overflow that into your relationships and, and be joyous and be happy and, and have that continual flow back and forth between you and your relationships that feels good and that feels happy and that you can, um, thrive in. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about the red flags that indicate you're in lopsided relationships. The very first one is that you're being that, they stonewall you essentially. Okay. Um, and let's talk about what stonewalling is because I don't think a lot of people recognize what this is. So stonewalling is when you bring something to the relationship and or the, the table in the relationship and, um, the person won't have any like thing to do with it. Right. Like, so you bring up, usually it's an issue. Um, sometimes it can be something positive, but usually it's like an issue like, Hey, you know, this, like this happened the other night in front of our friends and you said this and just hurt me. And can we talk about it? Cause you know, I'm not feeling good. And then they won't even go there with you. They won't even have a conversation with you, right? They stonewall you. They won't let you have, you know, the health and the, um, like clearing the air that you need. Um, or this could even be like, okay, let's say you're dating someone and you're like, Hey, you know, my parents really want to meet you. It's been a, like a year or so. Can, you know, like, can we go to their house for the weekend or whatever? Um, and then they just like, so it could even be a positive thing. It doesn't have to be something negative. Right. But maybe for them, they don't want to do that. And so then they just keep like not allowing you to bring that to the table and not allowing you to, um, so essentially just blocking whatever that you bring to them is what it is. So not allowing you to bring up what you need to bring up, um, and not having conversations about it and not being able to deal with it. That's stone stonewalling. So that's a really big red flag. If you have that in a relationship, um, you should be able to openly, honestly, even sometimes in a messy way, right? Cause we're not all perfect. We're not healed. All of us, right? If we were, we probably wouldn't even be on earth. So sometimes you're going to get triggered and you're going to say things in a messy, hurtful way. Okay. And your intention is to not do that every time and to evolve from that. But even if it happens in that way, in the messy way, right? You still have every right to bring up anything that makes you feel uncomfortable, anything that you desire, anything you have every right. And then that person has every right to bring up how they feel about it and has every right to either say like, this isn't for me or, you know what I'm saying? But you guys have to be able to come to the table. And that's what stonewalling is, is not even coming to the table being like, 
I'm not even going there. Like I, I, one of the biggest relationships and learning relationships in my life was like that, right? Where she literally, when I would bring up anything that she had done that she didn't want to deal with, oh, oh, you're not my friend anymore. Let me cut you out of my life. Let me cut you off all my social media pages. Let me cut you off. And that happened a couple of times. And I was just like, enough, right? Like, it's like, it's like either you want to be in this relationship or not, like deal with yourself. The, the fact that, you know, you can't deal with when people bring to you something that you don't like that you've done, you know what I'm saying? So that's the thing that you guys need to recognize when you are truly loving yourselves is that people that do that to you are doing it in the relationships, but really they're doing it to themselves, right? So you take out, take, I mean, it hurts, but take away the pride and the ego for a second and just recognize it as that. And just know that you can't love yourself and participate in relationships where people can't love you. I mean, can't love themselves. Sorry. I said that backwards. They can't love themselves. So they're only going to be able to love you to the level that they love themselves. So if they can't even be honest with themselves about how they're acting or their behavior or how it is affecting you in the relationship, they're, it's not going to, they're not going to be able to work on that with you. And you're just going to have to make up, um, boundaries or like exit the relationship as you need. Okay. The next one is playing the victim. So one person is always apologizing and one person is always acting as if everything is the other person's fault. Okay. Um, and this is the thing is that, um, take note of the apologizing thing, right? Take note. Cause that was another red flag in some of my relationships. That's how I noticed they were lopsided was, um, I am a really empathetic person and usually people pleasers and people that aren't loving themselves. You know, we've been trained to not love ourselves through taking care of everyone else our whole lives. When you have that, you usually, um, always like put yourself in your mind in the other person's shoes. Right. And you always want to, um, to, you know, to like, if, especially if you hurt someone, even if it was like unintentional, you always are trying to like make it better and like apologize and say like, I'm sorry. And I remember that there was another relationship of mine that, um, like we'd get into fights and like, we, you know, like be upset with each other, you know, things went wrong, whatever. Um, and then I would always find my part in it. Like I would always be consciously trying to be like, okay, what did I do wrong? That maybe, was like what hurt the, you know, like that made this even bigger or more dramatic or whatever. Right. And then, so I would always do that and I would apologize, but I would never get the same. Literally. I remember there, it was like a lopsided fight that that person started, that person's behavior created. And then I saw some of my unhealthy behaviors within it. And so I apologize for my unhealthy behaviors, but do you think I got an apology back? No. And I didn't do it for the apology back at all. I really was sincere about what I was saying. I was really sincere about my apology. But then afterwards, when I left and exited that relationship, I really discovered and thought about it and like really contemplated on the fact that that person was the, was the driving force for all of the, the main reasons why we were fighting in the first place. And never once did I hear a, I'm truly sorry for my behavior. I'm truly sorry for how I acted because I can see how that would hurt you. I can see how you being abandoned your entire life would make you feel like, like, you know, I was abandoning you when I was behaving in dysfunctional ways. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, but I just think that a lot of people can't really go there, but that is a sign if they're, if you're apologizing constantly, not take note, right? If you're constantly the one that they're pretending is the aggressor, 
then take note. And maybe you are, and then take note on that and, and be like, I don't want to be an aggressor. I don't want to do this, right? I don't want to be the person that's the villain in your story anymore, right? Um, okay, next one is benefits and sacrifices are way out of balance in their rela- relationship. So if someone is receiving like the benefits of you, but rarely having to make a sacrifice in the relationship, and you're always doing the sacrificing, it's out of balance. It's a lopsided relationship. And I remember, so I'm going to give you an example of one that's like, it seems like nothing, right? And I thought of it as nothing at the time so that you can kind of like understand this for your life, right? Um, so for me, I remember I had a relationship where I was always, it was like a couple, another couple that I would hang out with, with my spouse at the time. And I remember, um, they, we lived far away from each other. And I remember this person, like I loved hosting, they loved hosting. Um, and I don't know if it was that they super loved hosting more, or if it was just like, they just didn't want to go like the far distance. Either way, I always bend, like I was always the flexible one and I didn't, I just wanted to be together. So I would just always be like, okay, we'll come to you. Like, doesn't matter. Right. Like, but eventually it got out of hand. Like it got to the point where it'd be like, I was throwing a party and then the after party had to be at their house. That was just weird. Right. Um, so that's another thing to think of is like, are you always having to bend, um, and sacrifice, right. And their extremes, um, are there like extremes like that in your relationship that you're noticing? Because if you, if they're benefit benefiting constantly from the relationship, but not doing much sacrificing, you need to recognize that you are actually the one sacrificing and you need to look for that. And you need to look for like how that is out of balance, right? Okay. The next one is that they overstep your boundaries. Um, and this one, <laughs> I feel like self-love and loving yourself is like literally like boundaries, boundaries all day long. Right. Um, and really that is just like, if you have expressed a boundary verbally and they can't, you know, they constantly overstep it. Like I, there's some people recently who are like, I've literally said it verbally, like this is my boundary. And then like the next thing out of their mouth is overstepping the boundary. (laughs) It's like, then you've got to know that's a lopsided relationship there. They don't care about your, your boundaries. Clearly, if you can literally verbally say it, and then it happens the next few seconds (laughs) that there's something very unhealthy and lopsided in that and unbalanced. So, um, make sure that you are checking your boundaries. Are people overstepping your boundaries? And that is a red flag to know if, if things are lopsided in the relationship, right? Um, the next one, you find yourself making excuses for their behavior when family or friends are honest with their negative behavior. So are you constantly like going to bat for them? Right. Like telling people like, uh, you know, like always making excuses like that. They're never showing up maybe to like group events. Or I remember that used to happen to me, um, a lot in my relationship. Um, in one of my main relationships is that, people were constantly saying, you know, like bringing things up to me and I would just constantly be defending them or making excuses for them. And you have to really be honest with yourself if that's occurring, right? Because 
because then are you really being honest about who they are or are you just projecting like a version of what you hope and wish that they were because that's what you want in life is what you're projecting onto them or is that how because if everybody else is saying "Mm, I'm seeing all this red these red flags I'm seeing this that doesn't feel good and even just to me right or just being your friend you need to take that seriously. Like you need to allow that mirror to be a real thing that you actually look at. Take it with a grain of salt with some people, but but um, also really take it into account as well, right? If it's the majority too. Um, but also think about is the majority of people in your life unhealthy and maybe you need to retract from, from them too. Um, that's the one thing to think of as well. Okay. Because um, I know that a lot of people that aren't loving themselves can be in a lot of abusive relationships at a lot, um, at one time that was my life for most of my life. So, um, I can understand that side of it as well. Okay. Um, and then the next one is, um, that they rarely return favors. So, and favors is kind of like, I mean, favors, yes, but also I think it can go beyond this, right? Like, um, like you doing, doing things for them a lot, like, you know, like always getting them, you know, having their back when they need it, like making sure that, you know, like if they miss something that you're there for them, you save, you save the day, but, um, are you always doing that? But are they ever saving the day for you? Right. Really being honest with yourself and being able to take a look at if that's, um, happening for you in the relationship. Right. Um, that, you know, even it coming down to like little things, like, Like, um, on Valentine's day, you're always surprising them with something, even if it's just something small, but something really loving, right. Um, or just being really romantic. And then are you receiving that kind of stuff in return? Are you receiving, um, the romance in the relationship on the regular basis too? Or is it just, you know, an influx from your side? Um, okay. They aren't able to be as intimate or vulnerable in a relationship as you. A lack of vulnerability is a lack of trust, right? Um, healthy relationships are open and honest and, um, and they depend on each other. So, um, intimacy is, goes beyond the bedroom. Okay. And intimacy is really, really important in relationships and and it's in friendships and it's in, um, in your, you know, like with your children, even, um, it goes beyond like what we typically think of intimacy, right? Intimacy is like a deep connection, right? And having intimate moments, right? I know I have intimate um, moments with my kids all the time. You know, maybe like we're even in the grocery store, they'll be sitting in the car and they'll be um, like, you know, looking at me and then I'll like look down at them and then we'll just have a moment where we'll give each other a kiss and I'll be singing them a song or, you know, like something, but it's like an intimate moment with me and my child and it's in the midst of the grocery store. So intimacy doesn't have to just be about, um, you know, like it doesn't have to be romantic or it doesn't have to be that flavor, right? It can be so many things and you really need intimacy as a key piece to relationships and to, um, to, to having a healthy balance in your relationship. Um, and if you're, if you're willing to go more intimate than the other person, the other party, then, um, it's going to get out of balance, right? So you need to make sure that, um, your intimacy level, first off that you guys are on the same track, the same page with it, but that you guys are, um, really taking the time to do that so that it doesn't go out, um, into like a lopsided or unhealthy. Right. Um, and then the last one for the red flags is that they don't respond to your interest or bids for attention. So if you're, 
you know, trying to like show them things that are like you're passionate about. And I remember this used to happen in my closest relationship. The last closest relationship of mine that I had was that I would constantly be like showing and expressing myself for things that were important to me, but that person didn't care. Like they were just like, oh, they would make fun of it or it was like they didn't want to hear about it or it was like it just didn't interest them. So that is when you do that, that isn't a real like give and take right back and forth. And you don't have to, you don't have to be exactly into stuff the same level as each other, but you should be interested in the fact that they're interested in it. Right. That's part of a healthy relationship and loving each other in a healthy way is wanting to support each other, no matter what the, you know, thing is, as long as it's healthy for you. Right. Okay. So how do we find balance now that we have like defined like what the unhealthy stuff is like the red flags to know if you are in a lopsided relationship, how do you find, um, balance in your relationships going forward? So number one, it's, it's extremely important to be honest and evaluate the relationships in your life. Cause especially when you're feeling, um, that something is out of balance, taking a moment to actually go deep and like, think about it. Right. And like, go through these things and think about them and think about the past, think about different scenarios of what you guys have been through together and how they've responded and just be really honest. And sometimes, you know, in the past, you might have not been aware of all this stuff. Right. But now that you're learning this knowledge and you're becoming more aware of yourself in general, um, going back and reviewing like people's behaviors and just being honest with yourself about how you behaved in the relationship is really, really important. Um, and how you, one way you can do that is, especially if you come up to a problem in a relationship, you take some time to sit down with yourself with a pen and a paper, um, and observe from a, an objective point of view of what's really happening in the relationship. Am I getting triggered because of my own stuff? Or is this really like unhealthy, unfair, dysfunctional? What's going on here, right? Like being really clear and cut and dry with yourself. Um, and then make like one of the things that I do is making a benefits and a sacrifice list. So it's kind of like a pros and cons list, but what is, are the benefits of the relationship with that person? And what are the sacrifices that you're making? And if those are out of balance, then really take some time to figure out how you're flowing your energy. Right. And if that's something that you want to continue, if it's a relationship that you want to mend, or if it's, um, so out of balance that you aren't interested anymore. So just, um, the benefits and sacrifice list is super helpful, um, for me at least. So something that you can do to check yourself as well. Number two, be self-aware of your lack of self-love tendencies and behaviors and habits that could be setting the stage for lopsided relationships. So I know for me personally, um, I'm one of those people that used to go like above and beyond in all my relationships for people. Right. And just really try to be super in everything I did because I felt a lack of like worth in myself. And so I was trying to prove that to myself through my relationships. Um, but if if you know that about yourself going forward in relationships, right, going forward from today on, you can say like, okay, like I have those habits, right. And I don't want to, um, I don't want to do that. Right. Like I want to make sure that I'm really conscious to how I'm treating people and the outflux in my relationships of what I'm giving. Right. Um, so that I'm not turning people off so that I'm not, um, doing things that aren't healthy for me personally either. Right. Um, are you a recovering people pleaser? Are you extremely empathetic and always apologizing dramatically for your part, but you know, um, like going beyond what most people would apologize for. So that's the thing that you have to think of is like in general, like, yeah, 
you know, be aware of what you, your part you played and maybe apologize if you did some damaging things, but don't be so dramatic with that, that you're only when always doing it, right? That's not healthy. Um, okay. And then if so, if that's the case for you, then you need to be aware of these habits and really slow down and just really be present and respond out of conscious awareness. Be, be aware of those things about yourself and then go forward with really behaving in a way where you can really keep yourself in check, right? Because you don't want to be the prey to someone's predator. Like that's not, that's not what we're playing. We're not playing that game anymore because you're loving yourself these days, right? Okay. And the next and the final one is when you find yourself in lopsided relationships, correct it with your boundaries. So especially if you were like me, where you like all of a sudden one day woke up and you're like, what the heck? I am not going to be unhealthy anymore. Like I'm really going to take this time to like be a new me. That's going to really shake up some of your relationships. So sometimes having that heart to heart talk with people of like, before you like just start whipping your boundaries out and throwing them out there, um, having that heart to heart talk and just say like, Hey, you know, um, you know, I'm going through this change and I love you and I want to keep our relationship strong and I want to be in this relationship together. Um, so can we, um, you know, you know, there might be some changes that I'm going to go through and my boundaries are going to change. Um, but just know that I want to keep you in my life and can we evolve together? And some people are going to be like, hell yeah, I want to evolve with you and I love you. And I'm so thankful that we're going to be healthier together, but some people are not going to want to do that with you and you have to be okay with reinforcing your boundaries and restricting people from having access to your energy. Um, and because some people benefit from you being unhealed and unhealthy, right? They really benefit in big ways. And so they're not going to want you to get healthy. Um, but you are going to be healthy because you, um, because you love yourself now. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this information and, um, I hope that you have a wonderful day and don't forget, take care and love yourself. Thank you.